Hi everyone, it's Alex, um, the Alex Abrahams, the producer man. Um, I can't believe we forgot to mention this in the Q and A. Um, we are currently crowdfunding for season two, so we can actually pay our team. <laughs> um, uh, last season was um, all volunteer work, and we would love to finally be able to pay people for all the work that goes into this podcast because it is a lot of work and people deserve to be compensated for that um so if you have the means to do so there will be a link in the show notes so you can support us and help us be able to pay everyone and yes and make the podcast as good as it possibly can be so thank you um hope you enjoy this q a and we'll see you in season two okay bye Oh my god, it's Trantology's Q&A! Yes! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Q&A time. Q&A cool. time. Yes. Um, so, do you want to do the intro or do you want me to do the intro? <laughs> um, I can say some things. Okay, okay, um, go for it. Okay. Hi! Um, Hi. welcome to the Tranthology's Q&A! Yay! This was, this was meant to come out like two months ago, and then I forgot. <laughs> um, so you're getting it now, which will yeah. be a month after we're recording this, actually. Um, we're being extra prepared. <laughs> we'll be like old then. <laughs> a whole it's month n- Neither old. of our birthdays. A whole month in older, the not a whole month old. We are both older than a month. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, um, should probably I should probably like say who I am. People probably yeah. know, but like yeah, I am Alex Abrahams. Yes, I I do podcasts. I do this podcast also. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I did. I I produce I I produce sometimes, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time, actually. <laughs> a lot of the time, one might say all the time. Um, maybe not all the time. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I I did a, I I will not be able to list everything I did on this podcast because I did like uh, most of it. <laughs> yeah. Most. Um, between us, we probably did most of the things. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, who are you? Hi, uh, I'm Zoe Davis. Um, I did not produce last season, but I produce the podcast now. 
Um, yeah. Hint season two. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, yeah, what did I do last season? I wrote four episodes. I directed like nine of them. I edited maybe 12 and I voice acted in a whole bunch and I read a lot of the credits. Who knows? Did I do any um, of the art? I don't think I did any of the art. No, I didn't do any of the art for this one. I did some of the art. Yeah, yes, you did. It's a big surprise to me <laughs> because I have never done an art before. Um, not for podcast, anyway. I, um, I have done little doodles of, like, a cowboy rat, um, Ooh. but that's about it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did art for some reason. Um, I've done everything except, I've done every podcast role except composing now. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's a hat we need to obtain. That's my goal yes. for next season, is to teach myself how to compose and make music for it because I must collect all the hats like <laughs> infinity stones. I must do all the things mm -hmm. always. Yes. Well, I'm trying to teach myself how to compose because I really want to do it for one of the unnamed anthology podcast episodes, mm. but we'll see. We'll see. We don't do too much. We, we don't no. work ourselves. We never, no. we, we, we would never we do promote that. A uh, healthy work-life balance. That's that's yes. why we have scheduled this um, better next for next season. So. Do as we say, not as we do. Yes, um, because what we do is too much. You got an ear infection from I editing did. too I much. I did. I did. That's that's a fun anecdote for the <laughs> listeners. So, um, if you listen to Fatebringer. The hour and 15 odd minute episode that the lovely MJ wrote. It's fantastic. Mm. Um, that was edited by one person and it was edited by me. You can tell because of the glaring dialogue errors. And I did it all <laughs> in one day. And I think it took me 17 hours. And I had my headphones on so long that I got an ear infection. So don't do that. We've don't learned. Don't do that. <laughs> in the words of Neighborly, I'm... pay attention to your ears. Hi, Neighborly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Neighbourly. So, 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 Shout out so, Neighbourly. <laughs> so, so many of the Neighbourly people are in this podcast as well. So many. I don't. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> they just. They just all turned up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not all of them. That would be most too many of them. people. <laughs> like a good most of them. Mm. Okay. Should should we get into reading the questions now? I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, um, questions are a thing that we okay. probably should answer, yes. <laughs> so our first one is from MJ! Hi, MJ! <gasps> MJ! Yeah, MJ truly was MJ-thologies. Uh, she auditioned for every single trans feminine role in this podcast. She did. <laughs> like and so she many got characters. a lot of them. Yeah! <laughs> she was uh, in almost every episode. Yeah, she was. Um, <laughs> so she asks, when will Tranthologies 2 come out? So right off the bat. Well, oh, um, already. I, I yeah. thought this was going to be an end of the episode reveal thing. No. <laughs> um, no, it was the first question. <laughs> first question. Lovely. Um, yeah. Um, Tranthologies 2 next June. Yeah. Yeah, we we said never again. We we, <laughs> we, we finished season one and then we were like, that was too much work, never again. But actually, we have already started writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have um, like three episodes written already. We are taking Do you want to give maybe two, like a little tease three. about things that are might be happening in mm. the season two? 
I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. What, what is it that you want to say? <laughs> oh, well, just like some of the episode ideas. Well, yeah. um, the flower serpent treatment's coming back for Julius Caesar mm. this time. <laughs> um, I, you're flower serpenting an Oscar Wilde play. I am. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yes. We've got some folk horror. Like, some of the episodes mm. that have already been written have been, like, folk horror, which has been cool. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Trans people but, love their horror. Yeah, we do. Uh, but, yeah, we are taking things a lot slower this time. Yes. We are not, like, season one. It was, like, I think I had the idea for the podcast, um, like, six months before June. <laughs> and then yeah. I was, like... I was like, okay, we have six months to make a podcast, let's do it. And um, we did it, somehow. And we did it. I don't know why oh or my how, God. but we did it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, I remember we... you sent a message to the Unnamed Anthology podcast group chat going, hi, we desperately need editors, and I said, how hard can it be? And then learn <laughs> to edit for this podcast. Yeah. And I said, do you have any experience you can show me? And you said, no, and, I, <laughs> and then I was you like, said, "Welcome, welcome aboard." aboard. <laughs> <laughs> and then you edited, edited. I can't talk apparently. And then you edited like half the podcast. Yeah, well, there's like a noticeable uh, quality difference between um, like the first couple episodes I edited, which was like April McDonald was, I think, my first one. And then if you go to like Count of Monte Cristo, Captain of Monte Cristo towards the end, mm. you're like, this sounds like it was done by a different person. <laughs> yeah. But which it was we, in a way. <laughs> we, we are taking things a lot slower this mm-hmm. time, like, we are planning to have things edited way in advance so that we can, we, 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 we have time to take things slower this time. Um, we have time. Yeah. Um, we... I, we're actually gonna edit our scripts this time. We're not gonna yeah, just do um... our first drafts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think most of the scripts last time were first drafts. Um, I... Um, even when um, we were recording um, the boy, his dog in the apocalypse, I was, um, I was, mm. the whole episode is just me and Eden and um, we were recording it and then <laughs> we got to a certain scene and then, uh, and they were like, Hey Alex, this scene says finish this later. Um, so I was like, oh, and I had to type in a few words, and then just we had to finish the recording session while I was still uh, writing the episode. Um, yeah, so. like a lot of my episodes that I wrote um, have absolutely batshit. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but they have absolutely batshit stage directions. Mm, um, Because I wrote those as, like, indications for myself because I thought Mm. I was going to be editing it and make another draft before we recorded. Nope, Alex took over editing most of our, uh, my episodes and so I had to decipher my stupid directions. It's fine. I'm, I'm used to interpreting my own stupid directions, (laughs) so um, so yeah, I will very often write, like, he makes a noise, Alex knows what this means, and then when it comes to, like, recording or editing, I'm like, I have no idea what this means. Um, <laughs> but uh, my favourite 
um, direction of yours <laughs> that didn't actually make it into Flower Serpents was, um, <laughs> was, um, Luca was meant to improvise a RuPaul-esque song, <laughs> and <laughs> me and Will got to that part in the script, and we were like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't just, want to write one, so I, I was like, I was actors can just figure it out. you, like, Zoe, do we need to do the song? Do you have any prompts for the song? Please help us. <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Um... Yeah, so, short answer uh, from that long tangent, next June, we have some bonus episodes that are coming out after season two, question yes, mark? Yes, we do. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be released, like, throughout the year, instead of just yeah. every day, all the time, for the whole, <laughs> however mm-hmm. long. Um, they will be released gradually yeah. after season two, um, because... We don't have to have an episode every day, all the time. No, that's just silly. It's nice to just be relaxed about things. And you can appreciate trans people all year long, not just in June. Yes, (laughs) Um, we do exist outside of Pride Month, actually. Crazy. Crazy. Like, Um, what month is it now? It's September. We exist. Hi. <laughs> Our next question um, is from Finley. Hi, Finley. Finley. Love you. Um, and their question is, I'd love to submit a question, but alas, I am too busy with Updog, frowny face. Thank you, Finley. Oh my god, what's Updog? <laughs> Okay, our next question uh, is from an anonymous Oscar. Um, it was, uh, what was the inspiration behind Tranthologies? I'll let you answer oh, that one. Oh, um, I just had a thought. I just have thoughts. And I'm like, really? I, I'm just... Crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, incredibly impulsive. And I'm like, um, I, I'm like, I could do this. And then, like, the next day, I'm, like, putting together a team to actually do it. Like, I do not think (laughs) things over. I just, I was like, I like trans people. I like podcasts. Should put them together. Put them together. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Like, I do that with all my other podcasts, um, anyway, because, like, um, trans people are in all of them. But I was like, what if (laughs) trans people only... Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, every day for a whole month? That and would be fun. I joined um, before I was out to anybody. This was my um, kick in the pants going, I really want to do this podcast. Oof, I'm not out any- to anybody. That'll be a future me problem. I can figure it out by June. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a whole thing. Um, and then this anonymous Askar has another question. Is, what was your favorite behind-the-scenes moment? Um, well, um, well, I really liked... Uh, we had an editor group chat of everybody who worked on Forsaken, mm. which was our <laughs> movie-length a- episode by the wonderful Cashavius. Yeah, it had um, to be cut in so, 
Yeah, so, so good. Um, we had all of the editors in the podcast, except for myself. You were in the group chat anyway. I was in the group <laughs> chat for moral support, but it was really nice because we just had editor nerd discussions and it was mm. lovely. So that that's really up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've already talked about the RuPaul-esque song. Um, <laughs> just, uh, I, I just finished editing like the third blooper reel which will be out by the time this comes out um but i i was listening back to everything that happened in recording and i was like i remember none of this um there are so many (laughs) things that i'm just like when did i say this why did i say this what was it in response to i want to know where the cannibal man whore came from um was that in monte cristo it was <laughs> i don't i directed that and i, I don't, don't even remember know. the context um but um yeah there were so many things just recording sessions are often very chaotic <laughs> they really are mm. and like props to everybody who's our director it's like herding cats honestly <laughs> <laughs> All in great fun, but yeah, keeping keeping us all on track, especially the big cast, is quite the undertaking. Um, I'm waiting for my internet to happen so I can read the next question. Okay, there we go. Uh, Oh, yay! There's uh, the next three are from our wonderful, wonderful Morgan Champagne. (gasps) Oh, yay, Morgan! Um... So, yeah, Morgan asks, where did the idea come from? We already did that. Uh, Morgan wants to know, uh, what was the biggest struggle uh, in this? And subsequently, what would we do differently when the project is done again? Um, time. (laughs) Yes. Um, Time and the workload, which are kind of the same thing, because it was doing a lot over a very short amount of time. Um, Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. But what we would do differently and what we are doing differently is actually taking our time Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) because yeah i'm not gonna lie to people i got so burnt out by doing that Mm. project um and i definitely had fun but breaks are important Crunch time is... Mm. There's a reason why a bunch of video game companies are unionizing to get rid of crunch time. It's not fun. I do not recommend. Um, No matter how much you love the project, just having such a tight time constraint really takes a toll. So um, in the future, give yourself plenty of time to do things because inevitably there's going to be technical and scheduling difficulties and you want to have time to sort that Mm. out rather than be really stressed about it. Yeah. But... I did get a lot better at editing. Me too! It was like editor boot camp. I mean, I started from zero and ended with being pretty okay. (laughs) I'm, like, genuinely, um, a lot of the Tranthologies episodes are some of the favourite things I've ever edited and the things I'm proudest of. Like, Mm -hmm. I am so proud of Gaze Upon. (laughs) It sounds so I love good. the editing you did for that. Oh, it's so gorgeous. I can't listen to it more than once because I have... I, I hate listening to my own writing. It's just a thing. <laughs> oh, I cannot do it. Um, but yeah, the sound design you did on that one is gorgeous. Um, yeah, the... 
thing I do when I apply for editing positions, which is always stop, um, I always submit uh, Captain Monte Cristo because I loved mm. the editing I did on that one so much. Um, some of the editing I did, I cannot listen to because I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to take my own advice to stop giving yourself such a hard time. <laughs> yeah, I, um, like, I think this was one of the first, um, things I've edited which wasn't my own writing. And, yeah. and like, it's so different because I... And also because I mostly edit for, well, not mostly anymore <laughs> because I've done more <laughs> stuff since then. But um, I like, before Tranthologies, one of the only things I've ed- ever edited was Room 56. And that's very, because um, obviously all of it, like in universe, it's all like on a tape recorder. So it, it yeah. was so fun to do things that aren't that. Like, I love Room 56, but I could, like, add music. And, like, I mm-hmm. could... Oh, the music I, is so fun. I, it's so I, nice. I could, it adds so much to it. I could add, like, really out there sound effects. And I could just... Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I am not a sound designer, I have learned that through the project process doing this podcast. I much prefer doing dialogue editing. Um, I learned that I much prefer sound design. (laughs) Yeah. I learned through doing this that I really love making voice effects. Like, I think you can hear that in Fatebringer. I do Mm. so many voice effects for no reason. (laughs) Um, This this Q&A has just turned into us talking about editing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Nerd Time with Alex and Zoe. Mm So, yes, thank you, Morgan, for that question. I can't um, remember what the I'll, question was. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, what would we change for next time? Oh, that was that not what we answered. <laughs> we did, we, we did, did we answer talked about it. scheduling. And then we went on a yeah. really long tangent. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our next one uh, is not a question, but it's from Wes, who was our lovely narrator and Captain of Monte Cristo, mm. and did other roles as well that I can't think of off the, uh, um, the top of my head. Oh, were they in... No, they weren't in Fatebringer. Never mind. Um, they said, none. This was a lot of fun. I hope we can do more with the Listless Podcast Network in the future. Wes, you're stuck with us, buddy. Yeah, you're stuck with us forever now. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to <laughs> the cult. It's not a cult. Oh, we got lots of questions from Gray. Gray <gasps> Seer. The the Seer one. The one with the Seer. The Canadian yeah, one. The Super Canadian cool guy. One. said. Dreamcaster's Gray. This Gray gave me my first ever podcast <gasps> role. Fun fact. Thank you, Gray. Okay. Um, Gray said, "What color do you associate with the character you wrote for the podcast?" Uh, which character? Um, that was the question. Any of them? Any of them? Any of them? Um, hmm. Hmm. Well, I know that uh, Adrian Casterbridge gaze upon so blue, such a midnight <laughs> blue. Um, I took a lot of inspiration in my head with their outfit. I don't know why I made an outfit for them <laughs> in my head. But I took a lot of inspiration from their my brain outfit for Adrian uh, from Stephanie J. Block's outfit in The Mystery of Edwin Drew, the uh, 2013 version. So that's what Adrian Castro looks like in my brain. Um, that, that, but that musical was definitely uh, a, a gender moment for me. <laughs> 
for me, um, Micah Underwood in Boy Dog Apocalypse, you know the one, the dog one, um, is green to me. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, green. Definitely fits with the apocalypse vibe. Hmm. Into it. He's a green uh, boy, gray... not Shrek, um, but he is a green boy. Yeah, he, he's trans, of course he's a green boy. Yeah. Um, our next question uh, from Gray is, how many marshmallows could each character you've written cram into their mouth before giving up? <laughs> I'm talking maximum capacity. You're fitting, like, a lot of mallows in there. How many is it? Bonus points if you answer for yourself, too. Um. Um... So the most would probably be Mateo for <laughs> I think he did it as a dare, and then everyone was like no. really put off no, by the no, sheer no amount of marshmallow him. he fit. He, he, he dared himself, then yeah. told uh-huh. everyone that they dared him. I don't think I could do many myself. I don't think I could fit much content in my mouth. I could barely fit my teeth in my mouth. I had braces <laughs> twice, so... Um. <laughs> Uh, I think um, Rusty from Ode to Trans Joy can fit the most. Yeah. I yeah. can fit not many. I have a tiny mouth. <laughs> I have, like, the there, tiniest mouth, mouth ever. War. My mouth is, like... Um, it, it is smaller than... Uh, if I put my thumb, like lengthways against my mouth um the the thumb is longer than my mouth i have a very I small can't tell. Mouth. i think mine's around the same <laughs> <laughs> well there you go we got some mouth lore that's yeah. fun um our next one for also from gray is a favorite sound effect used or made um i i'm just gonna take this moment to plug our lovely lovely editor miri newman mm. who recorded almost all of her own foley like some crazy person and it sounds so Mm. good so yeah like everything she recorded is just so insane i don't um and then i also like the voice effect i made for uh, aragnathoth um fate bringer that was fun because i learned how to make voice effects (laughs) for that episode i don't know if i used if i used it in um in this podcast but I have a favorite sound effect from free. Is it the doorbell? Sound. No, it's the it, oh. it's, it's the clown many honks one. I can't yes! remember what it's yes! called. Yes, yes, that's an unnamed anthology podcast. It's like clown knows many yeah, honks. I'm it's in Doctor Spaghetti's lab. Right now, I want... <laughs> yes, um, clown horn many honks. Um, you have to put that by, in by um, <laughs> Gimp Revival. <laughs> Um, and the 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 um description is time to go to town clown town that is now you two can party down with multiple clowns and it is my favorite it is my favorite sound effect ever editing do you have to put it in right now (laughs) i will okay good
Um, uh, what's my phone password? Okay. Um, uh, Gray's second last question. If you could cross over characters from any two episodes, who would they be and why? What kind of antics would they be getting into? Hmm. I think... I if... have to remember the episodes, though. <laughs> I think if you put the Flower Serpent characters in any other episode, it would just everyone would hate them and it would be yeah. hilarious <laughs> i think if you put the flower serpent uh, euphoria high school and you put them with the uh is this to live high school <laughs> there would be like a freaking war going yeah. on <laughs> um i'd like to see the forsaken kids meet with the to fly to starry skies get, uh, mm, kids yeah um i think it would be really sweet um, yeah. just a little little adventure guys I think it would be cute yeah um and I also want the astronauts in a flight of starry skies to like in passing like fly by the freaking space station and count of uh, Captain Monte Cristo and go mm. what the hell is <laughs> happening over there and keep on with their regular mission I want the astronauts in Flight Starry Skies um, tell Adrian Casterbridge that their um, science is wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, Adrian would lose his mind going like, there are people in space. <laughs> there are people up there? <laughs> I also want uh, the Dare to be Proud kids to uh, meet the Fatebringer uh, fantasy kids yes. and just tell them, like, everything is going to be okay. You can be queer in fantasy and be fine. <laughs> mm. um, and then um, uh, Gray's last question is, which Tranthology's character would you least and most want to be stuck in a broken elevator with for three hours, respectively, and why? Um. Um, well, most is, uh, the two people, um, from The Crown of the People, uh, by J.R. Steele, because mm. they are inventors and could probably fix the elevator. Yes. That's um. my review. Uh, least, um, <laughs> the Flower Serpent characters, yeah. they're so annoying. They're this. so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst. <laughs> the the worst would be stuck with both Luca and Matteo. Oh my um, god, they, they would they fight like the, three times the, and make up. The and... Mo- they they are the most cringe fail couple ever. They're <laughs> so terrible. They're so terrible. I love them. And that was like the first script I wrote in like two years. I'm like, I'm gonna make trans people that suck so goddamn much because we don't get enough grimy, terrible mm. queer character representation. <laughs> I think most of the characters, like, across the whole podcast as a general rule, I would be fine with being stuck with most of them, I think, because it's, like, trans people, we can find something to talk about. Um, but everyone except the Flower Serpent people, I would, I would just, I would cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'd also like to hang out with uh, Miss Sally from Home mm. uh, and the narrator from Whalebones. I want to hang out with them yeah. together just because they're such good storytellers and I think mm. they'd vibe. Okay. So our next question is from Miri, comma, the dreaded. <gasps> Miri, you're not the dreaded. You're splendid. Um, <laughs> and she you. says, uh, what was the hardest one minute for you to finish, whether as an actor, writer, editor, composer, or anything? 
Hmm. Oh, I got it. Um, it was in Fatebringer. It's actually as a voice actor. I-, I had never done like a serious role before that one. Mm. Um, and then uh, Miss Girl, spoiler alert, sixteen, absolutely goes through it. And when MJ wrote it, she's like, "Hey, how good are you at doing pain sounds?" And I said, "I can figure it out." So it was just me alone in my like. Uh, my parents' office shrieking into my mic, uh, and then I—it it was a lot. <laughs> my episode really put me through the ringer, but we did it in a nice, healthy way, so it was okay. <laughs> as, uh, as for me, as a voice actor, um, in a lot of these episodes, uh, I—not a lot, like at least three though—I um, got cast as like cishet men. And I have never played, like, cishet adult (laughs) men, I usually play, like, 16-year-old boys. Um, I usually play gay, transgender, 16-year-old boys. (laughs) Um, Your herald was so greasy and slimy, um, though. So every time I said something, everyone was like, be greasier. Be, be, (laughs) Be the worst ever. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> like um, also, um, to fly to Starry Skies was really hard for me as a voice actor for some reason. Only because for some reason my brain decided my character was evil when she is not. <laughs> she is so sweet. Um, but Savannah kept going like Zoe. Why? Why is there so much malice behind this? I'm like Savannah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um. <laughs> And as an editor, the hardest was not like this wasn't hard like as we as we've established, I prefer sound design to mm-hmm. um dialogue editing. Um so the hardest for me um was young queer and British purely yeah. because the um the main scene ended up being like 18 minutes long and it was just like I was I was just sat there editing for so many hours because I was like mm-hmm. I, I need to have this finished today I need to have this finished today why is it so long oh my god and uh, my my friend Charles who's actually in the podcast hi Charles mm-hmm. um hi Charles hi Charles we love you um he like came he texted me at like 3 a.m to be like hey can I borrow your guitar I did not question it I was like yeah sure come down come downstairs you can borrow my guitar and then he just opened the door and I was stood there <laughs> holding the guitar just like ah, help me <laughs> <laughs> Jay is such a talented writer, and she can pack so many words mm, into yes. her episodes. Um, oh, oh, Jay, I love we him, love you, but you write so much. <laughs> the scenes are so long, um, but we love you. I have a really hard time sound designing fight scenes. For some reason, mm. I'm really bad at combat. I'm good at projectiles, but combat, I just cannot wrap my head around. Um, <laughs> so when I was doing like the little duel in Fatebringer, mm. I like had to draw out where everybody was so I could like find yeah. what sound was happening when like a football game. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that that was difficult. I very, I, I didn't. I very recently learned how to. 
I forced myself to learn how to sound design fight scenes um, <laughs> for because <laughs> you wrote so many of them in Room Fifty Six. Um, because mm-hmm. I was, I I was editing the um, this one episode, Blood of the Covenant, and I oh so good yeah uh, I had left two scenes for me to edit last. And then I, 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 I was like, okay, it, it's fine. I've only got two scenes left to edit. I've, I've nearly finished. I'll just finish these tonight, upload the episode tomorrow. It's fine. And then I looked at the script. I wrote this episode, by the way. I should have <laughs> known this. And the, the last, the two scenes I'd left for absolute last were both, like, vaguely fight scenes. And I was like, oh, I, I've never done this before. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is unrelated to this podcast. Um, that was completely yeah. unrelated. Um, <laughs> you should listen to that podcast. That's a banger. Yeah, you should listen um, to our it. Next, our next question is from Harvey. Hi, Harvey. Hi. Harvey actually isn't part of the Tranthologies team. <laughs> Our second question for somebody who's not part of the Tranthologies team. <laughs> Harvey listened to every single episode and did, like, so much fan yes. art. Shout out, Harvey. I um, think Harvey and... gets the award of um, number one Tranthologies fan. Um, Honestly, yeah. Just the the amount of, um, like... Um, I ran out of words, but like art and nice things <laughs> yeah. that were said. And, and and just, the, yeah. Ah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for and liking I think the podcast. Their Twitter uh, header is, I think, a quote from Fly to Starry Skies, mm, yeah. <laughs> which I love. Um, and they mentioned uh, recommending Flower Serpent in a video <laughs> yeah. about Macbeth, and people keep liking that YouTube comment and going to listen to the episode. I'm like, no! <laughs> See, I was so nervous about that episode when it came out because I viscerally hated the script, um, but I think you're supposed to, and I yeah. think I came across. Um but Harvey asks, what made you decide to do this on a daily release schedule like you did? It seems like it would be a lot, especially considering y'all have a lot of other projects as well. Yeah, Alex, yeah, why? It was. <laughs> um, it was a lot. Um, I don't know. I was just like, okay, the, so my thought process, it's not a normal thought process because I'm very autistic. Um, <laughs> I I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think is the... I do think, but when I do, it's not always, like, it, it's not always, um, it's, it's not always good thoughts, and it's not always rational. Um, <laughs> I'm, I just, I, I got it in my head for some reason, um, that because it's only releasing within a month, because I was like, okay, this is, this is a Pride Month thing. So we're only allowed to release within the month, which means we have to make the most of it and release every single day of the month, or I will feel bad. Um, I don't know why my thought process did that, but it did, and now we Next have Next time we're doing twice a day, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just, uh, I just said, it's Pride Month podcast, so it needs to be every single day of Pride Month. Otherwise, it, it's not good enough. 
Well, um, like, I feel like a, a normal uh, podcast season is around 30-ish episodes. So that mm, does make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so the answer to that is... Um, <laughs> I I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm I'm just a silly guy. I have silly thoughts. Um, yeah, Harvey. Our answer is that we are very silly. Yeah, we are very silly. <laughs> um, we are trying to be less silly next time, mm-hmm. but we are still are doing cool. every day <laughs> because we're we're still very silly. Um. So the, it's the next question it's from Chloe Peterson. <gasps> Chloe. Chloe also says, hi, Tranthology folks. I love you. Teddy, please tell them I love them. So we have to tell yes. the Tranthology folks that Chloe loves them. Um, and Chloe asks, uh, if you could play any other character slash read any other piece, which one would you pick? Ooh. I loved Captain of Monte Cristo. I want to be in that episode <laughs> so bad, but I forgot to audition. <laughs> Um, I was in most of the episodes. So, you were. Um, hmm. Let me remind myself of who, which characters exist that I didn't play. Um. um oh. Hmm. Oh. I, I have another one. Language of violence. Violence. Oh, Language of yes. violence. I love Morgan's poetry so much, yes. and I want to read it so bad. <laughs> Morgan, if you're listening to this, just I, send me some of your poetry. I'll I, read it for free. I, I'll read it for fun. I love Morgan's writing so much. Like I, oh, so good. I, I do. I read monologues from the attic monologues for auditions. I just wh- wh- whenever <laughs> whenever an audition says you, you need a monologue, I'm like, I know what I'm using. <laughs> and I, I just run straight to the attic monologues. I love their writing so much. But um, for listener reference, this is Morgan Greensmith. We yes. have two Morgans. We have Morgan Champagne and Morgan Greensmith. Yes. Morgan Champagne's also a lovely writer. We love yes. you, Morgan. <laughs> we love you, Morgan. Um, I think most of the episodes I didn't audition for were because I couldn't do the accent. Um, (laughs) so like I would have loved to be in one of Morgan Champagne's episodes but I I um I I cannot do American accents I did do one for Flower Serpent (laughs) it was I I said I I said um you and you and um MJ said, can you do an American <laughs> accent? I said, it's awful. You said, perfect. Um, mm-hmm. And that's... Mm-hmm. That... Yeah, we bullied you into doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, another one I didn't audition for because I couldn't do the accent, um, it was uh, Of the Storm. I yes. love Of the Storm. Miri's sound design for that is so gorgeous. Mm. I cannot do a German accent, which is ridiculous because my family is German. <laughs> I tried to do one just by myself, just to, just to see if I could, and it sounded like I was from New Zealand. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that. Yeah, I think um, I sat there for like I'll be honest, it wasn't very long. Um trying to work out if I could do a German accent. The answer was no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um No little German boy, don't go into that cave. Oh my, my god, god, that cave is full of werewolves. 
Um, uh, our next question, also from Chloe, is what have you been up to since Tranthologies ended? Um, well, we've been working on Tranthologies season two. Mm. Uh, we have two new listless podcasts uh, in the works. Yes, uh, the we story do. we wanted to tell, uh, produced and uh, written by our lovely JT, who did yes. uh, April McDonald and Young Queer and British, it has a whole mm. bunch of uh, voice actors from this project in it, including myself and you. Mm. Um, we also have a brand new horror anthology that's coming out in early 2023 that is uh, co-produced and created by me and MJ. Uh, MJ wrote Fatebringer and played all the trans femme roles. Um, <laughs> and it started out as just an anthology, but now has like some crazy overarching plot. I'm looking at the actual conspiracy board I made about it right now. <laughs> um so that's going to be fun. Um, uh, Room I, 56 season one is our I, I wrote like a movie length episode for that one. Um, yes, you did. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> it has lesbians. Um, mm-hmm. It's yes. really good. Uh, we have a named anthology podcast. Season one is happening right now also. Yes, I think is. T for two is our next episode. T for two. Yes. Um, um, by the time this comes out, I don't know what will be. It'll be... I think it'll be October when this one comes out, so we'll be looking at Eldritch MB, maybe? Yeah, maybe written by... De- maybe Dorian's Monster, depending on, like, when in October we decide to mm-hmm. release this. Oh, um, those are both so good, though. Yeah. But, uh, I yeah. know we, we've we both been uh, working on a podcast called Icarus Rising, which isn't mm. a listless podcast, but you're, you voice act in it, and I edit it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, season one of that will be wrapping up. Yeah. Uh, kind of after once this airs. Um, I met a bunch of the neighborly people on this project and dialogue edit for them now, which is so surreal for me. Mm. I shrieked <laughs> like a little baby when I got that <laughs> message from Maddie. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so, yeah, that's um, been very fun. The Children of Room 56 is still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that will definitely still be happening when this comes out. It's going to be happening for a long time. Uh, we have too many episodes in that podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Our, yeah. Do so, short answer, a lot. We've been a doing lot. a lot. Yeah. Um, Our next question is from your mom. Uh, thanks. And the question is, why is Flower Serpent like that? <laughs> Um, Do you want fantastic, to answer this one? Yeah, fantastic question. So, um... I'll, I'll do the long version of how this idea happened. So I had an original idea for Tranthologies, um, and I deemed it too sad for Pride Month because it dealt a lot with, like, uh, illness and death, and it was it was very heavy. And I said, mm, I don't know. And then I thought about, well, I think I should write a rom-com. And then uh, Sylvie, who did Captain Monte Cristo, was like, dude, you should totally write a rom-com. Uh, so then I started writing Many Benefits uh, and then got kind of stuck with that for a little bit. Uh, and then my roommate and I, uh, who voiced Russell in Flower Serpent and did uh, a bunch of the art, and it's so gorgeous, um, we read all of Macbeth by ourselves in our apartment and played all the roles. Um, <laughs> it was a fantastic performance. I think we should have won awards for that. Uh, and then we thought it would be really funny if Macbeth was a teen slasher. And I was like, oh my god, tight. And that was 
when Euphoria season two was airing and I was watching that because I think that show's ridiculous. So then I thought, how about we make Euphoria and Macbeth at the same time? Uh, and then so then that's how Flower Serpent, uh, the idea happened. And I wrote most of it really late at night during my online uh, general chemistry lab in like six minute increments because that's when I was waiting for my uh, virtual experiments to take place. Um, so that's why it's crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's also like that, um, because, um, Zoe let me edit it, and I, (laughs) for the Weird Sisters, um, prophecy noises, I, I I recorded my own stuff for that. Um, like, if you hear, uh, like, like, I think I recorded a laugh that's like... And that's in you also have yourself whispering prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. Yeah, I, I, I fully was just went, uh, um, set my mic up and went prophecy, 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 and that is in there forever now. Um. It's yeah, it's quite quite the experience of an episode if you have not listened to it. Um, maybe don't. <laughs> um. But. Yeah, it's it's quite something. Like I I don't know. I still like sort of viscerally hate it. Uh, but then every time we ask people what their favorite episode is, a lot of people say that episode. Mm. And I'm like, why? It sucks. Like I know it's on purpose, but why? <laughs> um, so I'm glad it had. Um, it was provocative. Mm. <laughs> I, guess. I. Um, my my friend Freddie who wrote who wrote who is also in the podcast who wrote mm-hmm. rose colored violets and was in ode to trans joy he was listening to it. i think he listened to it while walking across campus and <laughs> and then <laughs> he just messaged me like flower serpent is so camp and i was like <laughs> And was, <laughs> that's that my goal. <laughs> yeah, the, they were so shocked by American Alex. <laughs> and I, I was like, so was I. Um, I think that that an is... American will so good. <laughs> um, Flower Serpents is, I think, the only place you can find American Alex. So if that interests <laughs> you, go listen to Flower Serpents. <laughs> Are you you're doing like some weird accent uh, in season two for a Morgan Champlain episode? I know that. Yeah, I don't know what accent I'm doing yet. <laughs> I, um, I think I I did two different variations of British in my audition. I think one was really posh and one was just like I I don't know what I did for the other one. It was maybe me, but just evil. And uh, um, but the other the other accent I did was I labelled it French question mark. Um, <laughs> Morgan interpreted it as Russian, so who knows what it is. <laughs> Well, I auditioned for that same role, um, and I did just straight up my terrible impression of Evrart Claire from Disco Elysium, <laughs> which is the, ah, oh, Mr. Kitsuragi and Mr. Dubois, lovely to see you. You can go sit in my chair, it's so uncomfortable, you might die. Uh, needless to say, I did not get that role, I got a different one. <laughs> I love being a voice actor. <laughs> Um, so our next question is from another anonymous asker. Uh, it is, can you tell us any cursed lore or headcanons about any of the characters? 
I know all the Fatebringer characters have so much lore around them. Uh, MJ would be better to explain this. Um, but I think MJ mentioned that um, Miss Girl 16 is a battle axe girly. Um, mm. And I love that for her. Uh, she is buff and cool in a utilitarian way, not in a bodybuilder way, which I love to see. Um, yeah, I love her. She's so cool. Uh about my characters, I don't know. I feel like um, for Flower Serpent, they don't need any <laughs> head cannons because it's just all there. Oh, oh, I do have one about that that I Ooh. never mentioned in the script, but I told the whole cast. It takes place in Miami because that was the most ridiculous place I could think of. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to listen to Flower Serpent and just imagine that it's in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just just makes sense um i think because the vibe uh is a little bit similar when i was writing it uh to the uh, american crime story uh, assassination of gianni versace um just like only the vibes in color wise i was like yes it has to be miami <laughs> i think with um my episodes um I usually go very, um, like, in-depth with the characters. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I know everything about them. I know nothing about my characters in uh, Tranthologies, because I I was, for once, more focused on, like, the emotions and the stories and things. Like, especially Ode to Trans Joy, because that um, was... Um, like, a few months before I wrote it, I, like, put out a Google form on Twitter, I think, and I was just like, trans people submit your, um, moments of trans joy and gender euphoria and stuff like that. So that is largely based on the things that people submitted, um, so the characters are less of actual characters are more of like just embodiments of trans joy <laughs> um, so i don't think i can uh come up with any law behind those because yeah um boy dog apocalypse uh, i can't say apocalypse apparently boy dog apocalypse um Yeah, I did not come up with anything about the character. I usually plan everything out, like, scene by scene. Um, I usually have, like, a full page of character backstory. I had nothing. I just started writing and then was done suddenly. And then I was like, oh, episode. Um, So I know nothing about any of my characters. That's what we've learned. Um... (laughs) I can say about Gaze Upon, uh, if you look in the credits, uh, every character has a first and last name, and I took every single first name um, from uh, either a Jane Austen or Thomas Hardy book, 
Uh, same with every single last name except for Angelina and Percival. Um, <laughs> because uh, I was saying earlier when I was writing how I steal a lot of uh, names from people I know because I'm bad at thinking of names. Uh, and then Alex was like, how come you don't have an Alex yet? And I was like, fine, if you let me write another episode, I'll maybe use your last name. So that's where <laughs> Angelina and Percival's last name yeah, it was. It was um, so strange. <laughs> Uh, it was so strange, um, just being like, Lady Abrahams, blah, 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 because, like, that's my name! <laughs> well, in, uh, Dare to be Proud, um, who wrote that? It was Akila, Akila Poland wrote that, um, and, uh, they asked if anybody had any trans femme names, and MJ jokingly suggested her own name, and that's the one they used, and MJ did not play Dare to be Proud MJ. <laughs> She, and it was really she confusing. Played, she played Dare to be Proud MJ's girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, Maura Juliet, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so okay. funny. It was, I edited that as well. It was so funny to edit because I was just like, oh, MJ self-love. So true. Um... <laughs> So, our next question from uh, an anonymous Oscar as well is, any behind-the-scenes funnies? Um, I will say one of them that we haven't talked about yet uh, was when we were doing the reading for Dare to be Proud. Uh, That has a gigantic cast. Um, And uh, some of the actors weren't there. So, our lovely JT, who had, like, a bit part in that episode, said a few lines, uh, but took over reading for, um, what was the character's name? Uh, Leopold. Leopold took over reading for Leopold and did the most ridiculous Valley Girl voice yes. I've ever heard in my life, and the whole cast was absolutely dying laughing, and it was so. I'm good. so sad we didn't get it recorded because oh, it, I know. it was so funny. <laughs> um, so I'm making them do it in uh, Whitman and Sons, our horror amazing. podcast. Like I'm finding a role for her so that she can. Do or st- um, Valley Girl, Valley Girl Leopold voice. has like be- become just an inside joke in the podcast now. It's just um, we are obsessed with Valley Girl Leopold. We we love we we love Valley Girl Leopold. Um, <laughs> oh, do I have anything? Um, do I have any funnies that I haven't talked about yet? Um. Mm, I do not. My brain is empty. <laughs> there, okay. I can guarantee there were funnies that I have not talked about yet. I cannot remember any of them because my brain is oh, smooth. I do remember that uh, right after uh, Ode to Trans Joy premiered, um, everybody was just so unhinged because we didn't have any stuff to work on anymore. Mm, yeah. Everyone spent like an hour making these nuts jokes yeah. with like the picture of Venom slam dunking in basketball. Didn't we also like spend, <laughs> yeah, we, we spent so, like I've just searched the word Morbius in the server. Yeah. Um, I expected more, but there's 17 results and they're all from the same day. Um, and that is yeah. the 30th of June. Um, I think I, it was B let, let who me, played Astoria in favor let, who let started me it. Read some of these. <laughs> um, oh, um, Scarlet sent like whole entire paragraphs about Morbius. Um, yeah. Um, 
B says, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm not reading. I'm not. You, you, we <laughs> we all said Morb Monday, apparently, and then, uh, oh. and then <laughs> everyone was like, it's Friday. Uh, <laughs> Rick and Morby is here. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, what a um, this is. Th- this is yeah, um, I think th- this was like immediately after the episode was released as well. We, uh, we, uh, we, we, we were going through it. We, we were. We had nothing and it was to interest work first on, with like, and we didn't know what to do with ourselves. This was such a special project. I had such a lovely time. Then Morb Monday. Yeah, <laughs> it's Morbin time, boys. <laughs> Um, our next question is from an anonymous asker who is apparently stirring the pot, uh, and wants us to do the next question, um, in the, uh, flower serpent Mateo voice oh, for no. you, uh, and, uh, British Zoe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, let me okay. get into it. You know what I'm gonna say <laughs> to get into the voice. No! (laughs) (laughs) Luca, baby. Um, Yeah, this is Mateo. Um, Right, British Zoe is pretty easy because I... I can't remember what I did, but um, this is the closest I do a lot of British Zoe for um, different podcasts, and I did them a lot for uh, this podcast as well. Fairly easy to get into, um, but the next question is from another uh, anonymous asker. It just says, "Gay people real?" Yes, yeah, yes gay they people are. real. Um, <laughs> I think I feel like I'm losing the voice. Um, Luca, baby, Luca, baby. I need to say this to get get into the voice. Don't <laughs> don't silence me. <laughs> Luca, baby, I hardly know the Taros. He's just a friend. I Cass is just a friend. Luca, baby. Um. <laughs> I physically cringed when I wrote that. By the way, good. Um, our next question is uh, just why are there so many neighborly folks on the pod? That's a great question. I think they, like, shared the writer link to that chat, and they have so many writers on that podcast. Uh, and so we got so many of them. Mm, it was so I lovely. I I sent the... Because I'm in the Neighborly fan server, and I sent the link in there, like, Hi, we desperately need voice actors, please. Mm-hmm. And then um, Jay wrote, in April McDonald... One of the characters needed. One of the characters is Irish, and I was like, "Please, we need someone with an Irish accent." Because I told Jay that I would find someone, and then Matty messaged me like, "Hey," and I was like, "Yes, we did it. <laughs> we found <laughs> someone." <laughs> I also when we were uh, trying to cast Agra in Fatebringer, because um, there was a while where the only person cast in Fatebringer was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we had to find, uh, the next person was, like, uh, Melissa, who's in one scene. Shout out, Gail. Love you, Gail. Um, and we had to find an Agra. And we're like, who's got, like, a good commanding voice? And then we, like, went through every single voice actor I knew. I'm like, wanna who'd be great? 
Maddie. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't know if we could get him to join because he's so pissy. Yeah. And then we did. And I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just like throwing around names of people with good voices. And we were like, Matty, Sean, um, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did not promote myself. MJ asked me to be an old man and I was like, of course, I will be an old man. Yeah. Um, MJ asked me, uh, like, just out of the blue, just like, hey, what does your voice sound like again? And so I sent them just like a re- recording I did of me reading a poetry- poem because I wanted to get better at doing that. And it was uh, Straw House, Straw Dog by Richard Sykin. Uh, and then she was like, oh, you kind of sound like Ellie Last of Us. Perfect. And I was like, okay, first of all, thank you. Second of all, no, I don't. Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, to answer the question, um, we we just do that. They're, they're just mm-hmm. the yeah. Um, we we already we we even grew a new one. <laughs> yeah, we grew a new one. Um, or, organic neighborly person, mm-hmm. Zoe Davis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, we love the Neighborly crew. We They're do. They're so cool. Uh, our next question is just, if you were a horse, what color would you be? <laughs> um, purple. Next question. Purple. I'd be um, a bay horse, I think, or a strawberry roan. Um, I am a recovering horse girl by osmosis. <laughs> All my friends were horse girls in school. Um, and so now I know a lot about horses, which is why I made, uh, Colin Matthews in Gaze Upon a Horse Boy. Horse Boy! <laughs> um, we only referred to the character as Horse Boy mm-hmm. for so horse long. Boy. <laughs> yeah, Horse Boy. Oh, wait, no, your audio cut out. Um, no! Horse Boy. I just said Horse Boy. Hang okay, on. okay, you're back, you're back, you're okay. back. Yeah. I, right. I literally just had, I literally just said Horse Boy a bunch of times. Okay, grand. Yeah. Um, um yeah, I I was not a horse girl, but I pretended to be a horse girl to make friends. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um <laughs> my my so, school was full of horse horse girls. I I went um yeah. I I just also my school my primary school had this really dumb rule where people who got school dinners had to eat at a separate time to people with like that brought their own lunches, and the only other people who brought their own lunches were the horse girls. So I had to hang out with the horse girls, and I knew nothing about horses. So I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know what a horse is definitely." I so desperately want to want to have a horse and live my uh, horse dreams. I love horses so much. I think they're splendid. My friend has horses, and I went to her house this summer and had a lovely time. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> um, are there any specific inspirations behind any of the episodes? I'm curious about yours. Um. Ah. Uh, um. I. This is gonna. I. I find it really hard to like pinpoint where my inspiration came from. Um, I get a lot of Taika Waititi from your writing style. Really? That, that's, yeah. That that is a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, but I I honestly don't know. Like I just 
have thoughts and then they happen. Like, I've told you before, I don't... I, like, fully zone out while I'm writing. I like, yeah. I, I, like, zone out, zone back in, and I've got five pages. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, the same... I just, like, how a thought pops into my head, and I'm like, I need to write this down now or I will die. <laughs> um, so I, I have no idea where any of my ideas come from. Um, well, my, uh, for all the episodes I write, um, all of them are from inspired by very embarrassingly straight pieces of media. Um, <laughs> like, Flower Serpent we mentioned was very euphoria. Um <sighs> Uh, many benefits is uh, actually well it was an idea I had kicking around in my head for a very long time um, because I just like the, just the sweet idea of scientists romance and I read this book like last year in October which is a straight romance it's the love hypothesis which I think is like <laughs> Star Wars fan fiction that yeah, got published and I was obsessed with it it was so good I had a, the best time reading it and it's like I need to make this gay and about ecology and so I did um <laughs> and uh many not many benefits uh gaze upon I love Thomas Hardy um I love uh, far from the matting crowd it's one of my favorite books and then I read two on a tower later which then I was like ha 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 this reminds me of Caleb Wittogast and Essek Thales from Critical Role that's so fun and cute and I love the uh, astronomer romance type uh, and then I watched Bridgerton, and I was like, I'm gonna just put them all together and do that and make some <laughs> hella cool androgynous astronomer. Um, and then I, every time I write something, I accidentally make my characters really hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I know there's a lot of really cool, really specific inspirations behind a lot of the episodes. Um, yeah. Like, I know Fatebringer is very inspired by JRPGs, which is really cool. Mm. Um, Crown of the People was very inspired by, um, Arcane, I'm pretty sure, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying uh, to think if I had any specific inspirations. I think I just wanted to write something about a dog, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm at uni, I miss my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have read about a lot of them. Yeah. I wanted to write about a dog, and then I gave the main character ten dogs. Um, <laughs> I know uh, young, young Queer and British is uh, very loosely based off the breakfast club. Yeah. Um, um, April McDonald um, was Jay going, what if like some actor who has like Meryl Streep caliber came out as trans? Like, mm. what would happen then? Yeah. Which I thought was a fun question to address. Um, uh, yeah. rose-colored violets and Freddie has had some of the poems written like forever like mm-hmm. um, I think he performed some of them for in context me and Freddie studied drama at the same uni um, we um, he performed some of them for his popular performance class and um, I think and yeah um he also performed some of them for me and some of our friends in my kitchen <laughs> once <laughs> um, so good yeah um we're very gay um poetry readings in the kitchen <laughs> um i'm trying to think if i know the 
Um, I think we all know what Metamorphosis is uh, the inspiration. Yeah, um, except I will you had say not read that... it at the time. Yeah, I hadn't read it when I wrote it. Um, <laughs> it was a story idea. I also had started like the very first line, like the first paragraph almost. Uh, I had that written for like two and a half years, uh, but I never touched again. Mm. Uh, when our episodes had to be moved moved around, and then uh, Alex was like, "How fast can you write this?" And I was like, mm, "Give me twenty minutes." Uh, so I worked with that. Uh, I went the Kafka metamorphosis route just because I was thinking about it. I had not read it at the time. I've since read it. Um, but I had seen the ballet, so I got the vibe, and I'm like, we could just make some short four-minute thing about goo and being trans and also weird metaphors about a city. <laughs> and then it turned into one of my favorite things I've ever written, so, yeah. That was um, very similar to how Anatomy of a Monster happened. Mm-hmm. Um, things got moved around. We needed more time to edit Forsaken. Um, so I was like, I can write some poetry. And then um, I just wrote three poems. And yes. They're so good. And the art on that episode is so gorgeous. Oh, it's so it's so nice. It's so good. I love it. Sylvie did a really good job. I mm-hmm. love... Um, let me actually find the art because there's some really amazing details on it that I just really love. Like, I think the, the werewolf has top surgery scars. Oh, cute! And... Yeah, and um, I was talking to Sylvie about it, and they said that um, they specifically tried to make all of the monsters look, like, visibly queer and stuff, so there's loads of really, there's loads of really cute details in there if you want to go and have a look. Um, yeah, all the art for this podcast is so stunning, and um, yeah. that's another thing I wish we did differently. I did the social media for this, but I didn't put the art on any of our social media posts. So <laughs> next time, we are definitely going to like highlight the art mm. more, because it's so gorgeous. Yeah. and It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it so much. Um, our next question, I think, is from... Uh, my roommate. <laughs> I don't know. There's no name on there. Uh, but they ask, uh, if you could give yourself drag sonas, what would your drag names be? <laughs> um, I have oh, a I... list. Um, <laughs> I um, want to do drag so bad. <laughs> I, okay. Um, you, you've heard this one, but mm. pancreas. 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 Alright, um, so I'm gonna read my list really fast. So we have RuPaul, <laughs> Dr. Mrs. Vandertramp, Creepy and Wet, that's my favorite, Girl Help, Long ZD Bathwater, Viva Las Vegas, Necrotica Trash Horror, Your Dad, Your Mum, Mystery United States, Canned Beef, Scurbulicious, Dyke Van Dick, Willy Wanka, Harvey Lestat, uh, Burger King Foot Lettuce, Plenty of Time, Elvis Parsley, Odile With It, Uma Thermos, Mop Top, RuPaul Allen, Ezra Pound Cake, Sparkleen, Thunder Dan, Regina Sphincter, Fruity... Kruger, Otto von Gismark, A Million Gex, and Vagina Davis. Um, me and my sister um, came up with some, and I've 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 found them. Um, I found the list: barbecue, exoskeleton, <laughs> Sue shall distance, um, titty winks. Um, Victoria's Clunge, Jack the Stripper, um, <laughs> Jack Sissy Hat, <laughs> um, 
pancreas is on there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we, we, I, we, we both had lists already. I love that we had lists prepared <laughs> before it, well, we even saw the question. I think making pointless lists is uh, a very autistic trait. So. Mm, I love making lists. It's so fun. Lists. Um, all my ideas my for this podcast were on a list. <laughs> mm. Um. So our next question is about many benefits. Is Doctor Does Doctor Emma Zamet want to marry me? I think she wants to marry Denali. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, um, I will tell you that I took her last name from a naturopath at my work because I liked it, and I took her first name from one of my bio professors. <laughs> and I really hope she didn't listen to this. Because <laughs> I thought it was a good name. Emma Zimmett's so cool, though. I love her. I really wanted MJ to audition for her, and she did, and I was like, yes. Um, just because I wanted the, the MILF voice. Yeah. Um, our next episode question is kind of something we've already covered, but what was the biggest challenge of posting an episode a day for a podcast? Really, the crunch um, time of editing, I think. The the challenge with posting an episode a day yeah. for a podcast is posting an episode a day for a podcast. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> um, we have three questions from Ronan. Um, to the editors, Ronan. what was your favorite sound to make? Um, I m- recorded one sound, I think, uh, and it's really specific, but I love how it turned out. Uh, it's in Captain Monte Cristo when Albert, um, is playing with his dad's dueling pistol and then he puts it back mm. in the cabinet. He's like, oh, calm down. It's not loaded. Uh, that's from my mother's Ikea cabinet that she keeps oh, all her plants I in. Uh, I just recorded myself that. opening and closing it and I, and I really love it <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if I actually made any sounds for. Well, all this. the ones you did for the prophecy noises are great. Mm, yeah, of course. Prophecy, prophecy, prophecy. Um, I think I just stole most of. Not stole. I gave credit. Um, I think <laughs> I took most of the most of mine from Free Sound because a lot of the time I was on a time crunch and I was like, I I do not have the time to record my own stuff. Except for Flower Serpent because she's Mm -hmm. just built different. Um. Yeah, truly. In many different ways. Um, Flower Serpent is my special little boy. Uh. Yes. Uh, Our next question from Ronan is, uh, to the actors, what lines did you have the most fun delivering? I loved playing Astaroth in um, Behind That Bloody Garden. Uh, They Mm. were so fun. They were my first uh, not-cis woman character I'd ever played. Um, And they're just like a chaos gremlin. Um, (laughs) I uh, really channeled my inner Gideon Nav. (laughs) (laughs) As you should. As I should. I think you're Um, always channeling your inner Gideon Yeah, yeah, that's the dream. Uh, And I also, my favorite line uh, that I did deliver was in Fatebringer. It was uh, the last, uh, when Sot's just like, friends even in death, and then Sixteen's like, no, sisters. And I'm like, oh! I'm trying to to think if I have Uh, Fun fact, um, Sot, all the Sot lines and all the Sixteen lines were not recorded on the same day. MJ and I were not even on a call together when we (laughs) recorded them. I don't know how they turned out so, like, realistic. 
You're gonna hate me, but I have to say, no, baby, (laughs) it was (laughs) so fun. I it was so just Mateo's lines were so Mm -hmm. fun because yeah, you did. I I would say I would deliver the lines and then just like afterwards go, (laughs) I hate that that came out of my mouth. (laughs) Um, And I think that's that that's the that's. It's not a good experience, but it was certainly something. <laughs> it was certainly something. Ronan um, also asks, uh, what episode, um, or plural, made you cry? Um, a, a, a not very no, little known um, uh, fact about me is I cry all the goddamn time because I'm a Pisces. Um, so let me <laughs> just go through. To fly to starry skies, dare to be proud, um, uh, rose-colored violets... Um, of the storm (laughs) this is embarrassing now anatomy of a monster Uh, (laughs) fate bringer Um, and ode to trans joy (laughs) I cried in the recording session for boy dog apocalypse because there's one uh, because um, (laughs) there's one part where like uh, Micah nearly dies, and then I was, mm-hmm. and then Eden was like, "Why the fuck are you crying?" And I'm like, "I don't want to listen to you die." <laughs> they, they, they were just like, "You wrote this." <laughs> I, like, oh, no. I don't want you to listen. I don't want you to die. And they're like, "It's not real. It's an episode that you wrote." And I was like, "It's sad though." <laughs> um, so I cried at that one. Um, I cried at To Fly to Starry Skies. I cried. Um, I cry a lot. <laughs> I cried. Uh, um, what else did I cry at? Um, Rose Colored Violets, because I'm like, oh, Freddie, I'm so proud of you. You did a podcast oh. thing. Your poetry is so good. Um,. I cried at the language of violence. Oh, I so cried bad. at of the storm. I cried at gaze upon because I just <laughs> loved playing. I the, he's the he's my favorite character I've ever played. Alex I is think. a simp. That's why. That's why he cried. <laughs> Yeah, I, I cried because you cast me and my partner as husbands, and then I, I and then you let us. You told us. To oh, do I the, cried you, writing that. You, you you told us to. You you told us to do the heart stopper thing. <laughs> you 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 directed yeah, yes, us yes, to did, do the heart stopper. Hi hi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love writing that episode. That is uh, the my favorite thing I've ever written. Uh, mm. it, it's it's, it's so, so good. I wish I could have scripted it and made it better, but it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, our next one is from Miwi Uwu. Oh, Miri, why did you make me say that? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> if you if you were a woodchuck, how much wood could you chuck? Lots, probably. If I was a woodchuck, yeah, it's in the name. Um. Hopefully um, quite a lot. Our next question is, if any, what's your favorite quotable line from uh, any of the episodes? I know yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to um, make you listen to it again. My favorite uh, is um, 
Oh my god, Ronan in uh, Captain of Monte Cristo. Oh my god, so cool. Uh, and my favorite line in that one um, was the, uh, you missed, you shot like my gun right out of my hand. I don't miss, you've been spared. So good. Oh. <laughs> A fun fact about that episode. Um, <laughs> the only direction, that, it wasn't the only direction, it was the part that I remembered that Sylvie gave me was, you would be a Tumblr sexy man. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you can work with that. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I've never played a Tumblr sexy man before. And they were like, I... don't let it get to your head. <laughs> I also love the line uh, that MJ wrote in Fatebringer of the, you mourn not a man, but a slave to temptation. I'm like, oh yes. my god. <laughs> so, so good. So many Fatebringer lines are just... <clears throat> so All good. of them are so All good. All of them. All of them. Um... Or, uh... It's you shut your mouth before I get up and shut it for you! Oh, that was fun. <laughs> no, shut your trap! That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> My little fancy girl. Um, um, oh, fun fact about that episode. The reason why I made 16 British was because I read a few of the lines um, in her very first line. I was like, Father, can I go out to the knights? Blah, blah, blah. I don't care about my ceremony or whatever. Um, and I decided that doing it in my regular voice was like, Father, can I go out with the knights? It sounded too Twink Pinocchio. So we changed the <laughs> accent. Father, when can I leave I to be on my to own? I to be on my own. I got the whole world, world to see. To see. <laughs> so yeah, that was from that one. Um, um, I also the- love um, just all of... Adam's episode, the the wooden park. Yes, I was in it, but um, just, <laughs> it was so um, good. His his poetry is so good, and I um, there's one line that just <clears throat> I love it so much. Um, let me find the um, let me see if I can find the line because I can't remember what it. I I can't remember it off by heart. Um, but I want to mention it. <laughs> um. What episode was it from? <laughs> oh, I've I found it, don't worry. Okay. Um, I've found it. Um, I am here, I am still here, and I am not succumbing to the poison anytime soon. I just, oh, I, so I, good. I, I, so I love, good. I, I'm obsessed. Um, also, just, I love the, like, the final lines of both these poems are so good. Like, mm-hmm. um, Maybe in one more year, I will have managed to get the damn shroud off. I I just love ah, Adam's poetry good. is so Adam's good. Adam's poetry <laughs> so good. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. So yeah, we can just like gush over our writers forever, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because they're all I think so talented. We can and we should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our next question is: uh, If you could get any celebrity slash voice actors, etc., on the podcast, who would it be? Mine Ooh. is Faye Roberts. So her voice is just mm. so good. It is like liquid. I could listen to them read anything, anything. Mm. Like read a phone book, Faye Roberts. I will be there. <laughs> Please come on our podcast. <laughs> um. Ooh. Also, William Wellman. Oh, yeah. William yes, Wellman. William you are Wellman. a Canadian. You are so a, uh, a funky horror podcaster from Ontario. I feel like we have to meet each other. Please be on our podcast. <laughs> You're so cool. I, I, I would love to get them to, like, 
read um, some poetry or yes. um, just a, a prose episode. I think that, that I love their voice so much. Mm-hmm. William Wellman, if you're listening to this, we are looking. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I want more of Eden Finch. Eden Finch was yes. the narrator for Crown of the People, and their voice is so good. Eden, if you're listening to this, I want you in more episodes. <laughs> also, um, Chloe. Chloe. Chloe! Chloe wasn't in... Chloe was too busy mm-hmm. to... Um, Chloe was meant to be a director on the podcast, but they were too busy. And um, they did. They they wrote a thing. One of the trailers. So good. All the wrote, trailers that were so nice good. poetry, and, and then I, my insane one. I was one. so sad that we couldn't get their voice in more of the podcast. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. my season two. I also think uh, more of Gail, uh, Abigail, Eliza. Yes. Um, yes. Oh my I think, god. Um. We we are just listing people who are already on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true. Um, I don't know if we, we can put this in, on? but I found out that I'm in every single episode of season two now, so far, and I think you are too. <laughs> am I? Wait, yes. I think I you are. Wait. wait, 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 wait. Am I? I, I need to check now. Because you're in Winter Takes It All. You're in- Are you in? I don't know how, but I'm taller. I'm not. No. Oh, okay. I, so no, it's just I, me. No, I'm not. I don't think so. I don't think I am. No, I'm not. I'm just, like, in the channel because producer privileges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have access to all the channels because... Um, Mr. Important Man. Um, so do you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I am... I am not in all the season two episodes so far. I'm in two, three, maybe. Um, yes. Um, well, uh, I'm not going to be in any of the episodes I write, so... Oh, wait, no, I'm in <laughs> Siphon! Oh, no! Because um, I hate I hate voice acting and things I write. I can narrate them, mm. which is why you can find me as a narrator sometimes, like in Metamorphosis and um, in one of the bonus episodes um, for next time I'm going to be narrating it. Um, but I cannot, like, voice act in things I write because I constantly mm. want to change it. <laughs> yeah. Although I did play um, the staff in uh, Gaze Upon because I forgot to cast them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we need everybody's voice. Let, let us yes, have it, please. we need all the voices. Um, if you have a voice, give it to us. Yes. Um, we get we have a question that it's what's your favorite kind of fog? I think they might have meant frog. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> I I like a good mist personally. Like when it's like kind of snowy in like November, yeah. I like that kind of fog. I like mm. I like the London fog tea drink. I think it's lovely. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of fog. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I... and then and then it says I meant frog. <laughs> <laughs> That's our last one. Um, what is my favorite kind of frog? Uh, I like the little glass frogs. I think they're fun. Um, and I love mm. spring peepers. I uh, when I was uh, writing uh, Gaze Upon, um, I asked because it takes place in the UK. Asked the UK people if they had spring peepers, which are like little tree frogs that we have uh, up here in middle freaking nowhere Ontario uh, that make like little sounds at night when it's the summer and I thought that would be lovely to include but you don't have them in the UK <laughs> <laughs> I 
sorry. <laughs> Fine, you get crickets. <laughs> yeah, so that was our last question. <laughs> oh, nice. That, that's mm-hmm. a nice note to end on. Frogs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think when you Oh, I have a about... question for you, though. Oh? Um, just because I'm nosy. Uh, do you have, like, any, like, writers in particular that were, like, really formative to your writing style? Because I, I like being nosy and figuring Ooh. it out. Um, again, I'm really bad at working out what is actually <laughs> formative to my writing style because I don't process things. Um, but I'm just going to list off things that I consumed a lot. Um... I I I was obsessed with the Percy Jackson books growing mm-hmm. up. Um that may have had an influence somewhere, I don't know. Um I actually prefer the Magnus Chase books though. Alex Fierro was the first trans character I ever read or saw in anything ever. <laughs> and I actually named myself after her, I think. Um Alice Oseman, I've been reading their books since I was maybe 14. Um, my favourite of her books is Radio Silence, which may have something to do with why I'm a podcaster now. Um, I've been listening to Welcome to Night Vale since I was 13, so that probably had some influence somewhere. Um, I watched a lot of Doctor Who growing up. used to read a lot of Stephen King. I don't really anymore because I tend to prefer like campier, more fun horror these days. Um, I actually yesterday finished reading *The Poppy War* by R.F. Kuang, which is a banger. Um, I watch a lot of animated shows. Um, *Dead End Paranormal Park* is my favorite, I think. Which you should watch, by the way. It's very *Room 56* core. Which, um, by that I mean. Um, it has a blue-haired trans guy. <laughs> um, Chip Romero core? Who knows? Um, uh, Six of Crows by Lee Badugo is, was one of my favourite books for, like, four years. Um, I'm a film student, so I've probably inhaled some influence from a lot of the films I've watched as part of the course. Um, my comfort show is What We Do in the Shadows. Um, so a lot of my much sillier writing you don't really see in Tranthologies is very much influenced by that. Um, like, go listen to the Unnamed Anthology podcast and you'll see I just write the silliest things. Um, I co-wrote two vampire episodes, actually, um, Blood of the Covenant and Slice of a Mortal Life, and the latter is very inspired by what we do in the shadows, even though my co-writer Jordan has never watched the show, and... I don't know if it's going to be out by the time this Q&A is released, but just know that I wrote the last two or so scenes of that episode, and it's very clearly inspired by a very specific what we do in the shadows scene in, like, season three, I think. If you've watched the show and you listen to the episode when it comes out, you will figure it out. It's very obvious that I was watching the... I was watching the show when that happened. (laughs) Um, uh, When I was writing it. Um... This is really oddly specific, um, but, and it's not even writing, it's just, um, (laughs) um, um, map men, which is a, um, 
is a YouTube series where they just talk about maps. Um, <laughs> it's in the name. Um, but I very often have that on in the background when I'm writing for some reason. Um, I don't know why I mentioned that. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I am obsessed with Starkid musicals. I was a musical theatre girly for the longest time. I'm not really that into musicals anymore. Well, sort of. Um, but I love Starkid and I love a few other musicals like Spring Awakening and Little Shop of Horrors. I'm convinced I could slay a Seymour Crowborn. Oh, and also it's not Star Starkid, it's Tin Can Bros, but I love Spies Are Forever. Um, I have a soft spot for Legally Blonde the Musical. Ooh, Matilda the Musical. That was the first show I ever saw live. Um, Falsettos. It's so embarrassing because I realised I'm trans because I had gender envy from Mendel. Um, ooh, I'm a Shakespeare enjoyer. I study drama and film, so I kind of have to at least tolerate Mr. Willie Shakes, but I absolutely love Much Ado About Nothing. My friend is pitching it to the uni's drama society soon, and I will be auditioning for Bendik. And if I don't get the role, I will beg her to let me be on the prod team. Um... I also love really bad horror, like Repo the Genetic Opera is so bad, I love it. I only watch it when I'm ill and delirious, and every time I manage to convince myself it was a fever dream. Um, if anyone has any recommendations for either really good bad horror movies, or queer fantasy or science fiction books, feel free to message me on Twitter, because I will add them to my list immediately. Um, Mine's a lot of Greta Gerwig because everybody is constantly talking mm. over each other. And it's like, this is what makes a good script. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if and this probably doesn't apply to um, this podcast, but um, I, I, I just want an excuse to talk about Gideon the Ninth again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I got a lot of mine, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't think it in influenced any of the my Tranthologies episodes, because... It's I why my dialogue is stupid. I only just <laughs> read the book uh, when I was writing, or I was still reading the book when I was mm -hmm. writing these episodes, but um, I'm obsessed with Gideon the Ninth, um, <laughs> um, and uh, it probably will influence some of my future writing. <laughs> it already has! <laughs> <laughs> yes um my um if i yeah um i don't know how much i'm allowed to say for for um the the horror podcast we were talking about. i don't about. know how much i'm allowed to say either i'm really um, bad I'm with spoilers so i'm just gonna not talk it, about it is um my episode has um lesbians Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I will say, I got um, Emma Zamet's middle name, her middle name's Camilla. I took it straight from Camilla Hecht. <laughs> <laughs> I also keep naming characters Gideon for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And Luca! Have... We got so many Lucas! <laughs> mm. I, I didn't name any characters Gideon in um, Tranthologies. But I think they're all for things that are like my work in progress things. But I have so many Gideons for no reason. And, I've got a lot and, of Isaacs. Like, someone's going to notice eventually that I'm just using the same name over and over because, um, 
the comfort fictional character. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever noticed how many Sams we have uh, as oh, characters in the listless pods? Oh, in in room fifty six alone. Um, main character is called Sam. We have a voice actor called Sam. We have another voice actor called Sammy. Um, the person who did the cover art is called Samantha. Um, we have uh, the main character of uh, Dreamcasters is Sam. Uh, yeah. There was a character in uh, Many Benefits called Sam. <laughs> um, we have a voice actor in Tranthologies called Sam. Um mm-hmm. We have too many Sams. <laughs> Someone take these Sams off our hands, please. Don't we? We love our Sams. We love all uh, of our Sams. We only yeah. have. Do we only have one Alex in Tranthologies? Yeah, I think so. Crazy. Yeah. I. Yeah. Mm, I. I'm also surprised that the only yeah. Zoe we have isn't even Transfem. Hmm. <laughs> Because it's like there's so many trans femmes that I like uh, see just like throughout the internet, and they're all named Zoe, spelled the same way I do. I'm like, I'm glad you like the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, we got we got a lot of Sams. Yeah, we have a. lot We got of a lot Sams. of Morgans. <laughs> We've got a lot of Morgans. We've probably got a lot. We've of got a lot of Edens. <laughs> <laughs> um, we. Jameses. Yeah, Jameses is this is. Um. Don't we have ah. two MJs in Room 56? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, my laptop's gonna die, so... Okay, um, should we do closing Yeah, thoughts? we do an outro. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Thank you for listening to this very long Q&A where we reiterate yes. ourselves a lot. Um, stay tuned for season two. It's gonna be a banger. Yes, um, it is. Yeah, we're gonna... Is this the last of our bonus content? I think so, yeah. Yeah, alright, well then we'll see you in June. <laughs> yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>